A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Dr. Mariam Zamani, and I'm an oculoplastic surgeon with a special interest in facial aesthetics and also the founder of MZ Skin. And this is the Guinea Pig Podcast. Why are we called the Guinea Pig? Because that's what I am. I'm writer and journalist Fiona Golfar, and I'm here ready and willing to try out just about any treatment and treatment going. We are the breath that you take before trying anything out there. So, if you're looking for an honest, no-holds-barred approach to invasive and non-invasive cosmetic surgery, then come join us from the clinic every Thursday on the Guinea Pig Podcast. Welcome to the clinic. As always, we have a real treat in store for you today. Yeah, we do indeed. Actually, we're talking about something that's a subject close to my heart. We're going to be talking about fat transfer with a man who will be able to answer the millions of questions that I have on the subject. He works from this clinic with Mariam just across the hall, as it were. So welcome, Dr. Olivier Amar. Oh, I love that. Well, <laughs> Do you like how I said that? Yeah. Olivier yeah, Amar. <laughs> Very Frenchy of you, Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Olivia, just because I'm the idiot in the room, can I ask you to be very, very clear? What is fat transfer? What is it? This is your speciality. What does it mean? So uh, fat transfer now is very far from the idea uh, you might have in the 80s where uh, you thought about uh, fat, yellowish, a bit bloody and disgusting and most of the people in this room try to fight fat by doing exercising and having a healthy lifestyle uh, today we know that we have amazing cells uh, we call it regenerative cells who help us to fight the aging process every day so uh, simply we try to extract some of these cells from the fat we call it fat tissue because there's so many different types of cells inside the fat. It's like looking at a forest and thinking there's only one type of tree. And when you come closer, you can see there's a tons of different types of trees. And that's what happened with fat. We look at some specific cells will help us to uh, rejuvenate because we're not aging every day. We fight this aging process. What are the most important cells that you find in fat and why has it become like such the buzzword? So what we call like regenerative cells are um, cells who help with um, vessels, like because we need oxygen, we need a vascular supply. And we have some cells who uh, have a, a long name for what they are. Is they call uh, adipose-derived mesenchymal stem cells. So you will say, well, do we have stem cells in the fat? We have cells with what we call stem cells capabilities, meaning what these cells, I don't want to be too complicated, but they look like stem cells because they help to uh, create new cells. 
And now we know where they are. We know what they look like. And that's the one we're looking for. And once you've got to those cells, mm. what am I, the woman on the street, what are you, ha, wh- where what's am I going process? to use them and what's the process? So am I going to come to you and go, my face looks 10,000 years old and you'll say, okay, I'm going to take your fat from your bottom or your thigh and I'm going to put it in your face or your breast or your, well, what's it I going mean, to do for me, my, my, what do my most fat people self? come in and yeah, complain what, to what, you about you where you with? offer them fat transfer or there's cells. There's one thing, there's, there's First, we know where these cells are. Uh, the, the other thing is every cell in our body just speak with, uh, with each other. So uh, mm-hmm. that's this amazing communication between cells. So what we do, we extract them, we concentrate them, and we try to put them back uh, in one place. So they do what they are able to do and what they do every day. So we now use the fat cells or the cells who come from fat Okay, that's why we speak about like fat tissue for many, many purposes. We can use with different fat cells like to create volume and we use these specific cells to make a better success of the of the surgery. We can use some of these cells just to help like different layer of your skin. I mean, these cells are not going to create a new organ. I mean, that needs to be clear. I mean, it's not because you inject some of these cells like you would have a new heart or a new brain or new kidney every organ or and the skin is an organ for us is made of like a a multiple layer of cells and these super cells they help just to rejuvenate to replicate to have a new new soldier on on the battlefield of the aging process so commonly women would ask you to use this process in their face in their everywhere Everywhere. breast on the body i mean i mean today we can use you know we spoke about liposuction earlier and how in the last years patient asked us to use this fat for something else they say that Okay, could you improve my silhouette, my breast, my uh, ties? Um, so we extract fat from one place. We purify this fat. We take out the oil, take out the blood. We make uh, more like a proper uh, filler-like, and, yeah. but made of your own cells. So it's fully natural. There's, not, there's no foreign things added. And transfer. So we can use it to refresh your breast augmentation with implant because you feel like your implant becoming uh, visible or the upper pole, the upper part of your breast is a bit empty. We can use it to, uh, instead of using implant, if you have enough fat and if you're not looking for large changes. Yeah, massive changes. I quite like the whole of my bottom half of my body to be sucked out and put in the whole of the top half of my body, quite frankly. (laughs) But that's that's but, the beauty of but it. That's I think the beauty now. Put it anywhere. But what's interesting to me is I came to see you about mm, six months ago, and I think age is something that I'd quite like to talk about because I came to see you. Obviously, I I was interested in liposuction, and you were telling me about this your fat transfer, and I was very surprised because all the bits of me that you examined that I thought were fat behind my bra strap, around my waist, and my lower abdomen, and above my hips. Don't even get me started on my thighs. <laughs> you said, kind of grabbing handfuls of it, you said, no, you're not fat. This is empty skin. And I was really shocked because I hadn't really considered that I could have such um, handfuls, as it were. <laughs> I thought empty skin would feel much thinner. And I came away from that appointment with you thinking, well, I'm, too, I'm 57 and it's all very well. I've had a facelift. But you said to make a difference, I'd almost have to have an entire body lift 
before what? structurally. I mean, that's how I heard it. But oh, I okay. also think <laughs> when you do come into a, a, an appointment about something like this, my adrenaline was very high. My expectations were sort of, I was, I was nervous and I had great anticipation and expectation and I think you were managing my expectations. So I, I wonder if there's an age, a conversation to be had about what age is kind of optimum for doing these sort of procedures. H- having said that, I'm, I'm sure that there may be those areas that were bothering you in terms of having liposuction. There are other areas on your body that you could find fat from. Yes. So despite the fact that perhaps that area had some skin, you could have gotten yes. something from, you know, the lower So it's two different body. things. I mean, the lipo thing is one, is aspect. one aspect of it. And then the fat transfer is a completely different a- a- yeah. aspect of it. I, I realize that. But, but that's I, actually uh, beautiful. So now you never have to have, you know, why would you ever get rid of your fat you know you get rid of it but you have to use it because it's so valuable to it, the body. it is and there's everything is good in fat i love the idea that my so, fat is valuable <laughs> your oh fat God, is I'm valuable well, clinging and, to that thought. and everything is good in fat so yeah. again i mean i don't like to just to disclose what we have discussed in in your consultation no, but, i mean i'm very but, happy to disclose anything but, to but, the world. Uh, <laughs> feel free you go but, ahead uh, i'm um, not known for skin, my mystique i mean like <laughs> Sometimes we think sometimes we think there is fat, but might be skin. Mm. Um, and also depend what type of like uh, fat transfer we are talking about. So we can extract a very small quantity and uh, process it in a way that we can almost uh, make a bio remodeler skin uh, product. Uh, made out of you we can work on creating something a bit thicker we look like more like a your personalized filler we can and that's few cc so, we so can it's use 20 it like 30 can, yeah. 30 40 cc so just yeah. like half of a cup like of your coke zero you have here um so not me <laughs> i know my vice guys i'm really sorry i'm really very so, sorry or we can use 400 or uh, because we, oh. we, we want to uh, to do a breast augmentation and works on the silhouette. So where skin, dependent. yeah, where we have like uh, looseness, we can work on skin tightening with different type of treatment. And right. where is a bit of fat, we can harvest this fat and depend. Uh, so you can harvest the fat, you mm-hmm. can take the fat out, you can, you process it. Yeah. And then you can keep it for up to, you can have well, a I mean, kind of fat bank. With my name? That exists now. Yeah. Yeah, that exists. So... Can I ask you just before we get to that, is there any fat that's better than other fat? So um, the quality of fat, how how can one optimize their fat extraction? Or is there, you know... (laughs) (laughs) Optimize. I'm going to optimize my fat right now. No, I mean, you know, is there some fat Uh, that's actually, yes, that you you have a better quality of fat if it comes from your inner thigh as opposed to your flanks or your abdomen? Or your ass. Well, we, we <laughs> tend to say that like um, every fat is good. Uh, what what is true is if it comes from like a very stubborn area where you have like some difficulty to uh, to lose Losing. it to adventure uh, exercise. That's might, the best fat. That's probably uh, uh, for us one of the stubborn fat. Is yeah, yeah, we want stubborn fat. <laughs> stubborn fat. And then I want to myth bust too. So historically, when I was in medical school, when people were doing fat transfers, they were ha- almost 
looking horrendously overinflated. You know, so fat transfer to me made me remember those very puffy, mainly women who would go and, and just have their faces filled with fat. And there was one particular doctor who did quite a lot of it. Back when I was studying, you'd say, you know, you could have anywhere between 20 to 80% of that resorbed by the body. So do you overfill? Is it is it common now to overfill? Or? So, so, yeah, that's, again, from the 80s, I don't know, the idea of transferring fat, it's not new, right? No. So uh, for centuries, we have looked at how we can use the fat. There is some uh, surgical book where they use flaps with a bit of fat to try to cover some wounds from war just to, uh, because there's a lot of white cells inside. So to come back to your question, Mariam, uh, more in the 80s and 90s, when the fat transfer became popular, the fat was just extracted, even not purified and re-injected. So we know now like the inflammation process was due uh, more to the to the oil to the triglycerides and uh, all the pro-inflammatory factor you have inside the fat. Also, Which now you don't have. I anymore. mean, and you the have blood. Of, so yeah. now with purification, so we have a different process. We can uh, filter, we can decant it, we can emulsify, we can centrifuge. So we go to a place where now all these pro-inflammatory factors are gone. So uh, the product we are we are injecting it's still under the roof of the fat transfer because there are cells extract from fat, but they're not the fat you can find just under your, your skin in your stomach. He pointed at me when he said that. I'm just saying. <laughs> so and no, then, no, then, no to, uh, sorry. And to answer the question, we, we're not, we not over-injecting a patient to anticipate any absorption. It's true that, again, around the 90s, 80s, the absorption can be... Uh, enormous i'm like up to 70 percent because of this inflammation reaction now we tend to say that 20 percent might be absorbed in some cases it will depend off your lifestyle obviously and if you have any uh treatment for a specific condition mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. So in theory, you're using this like a filler. But it's your own, you're it using is. your own filler. And does it last as long as a filler? Will it, well, as, I mean, it have a... So keep in mind that filler are just a manufactured product. Yeah. Okay? So they are not nothing yeah. natural. I know that yeah. the industry wants to make them natural, but they're not. So mm-hmm. they are coming out from, from a manufacturer's the couple in the, in the world. Everyone is changing the name. They're very helpful for... The dermis, I feel, like, like the medial part of the skin. I'm not sure about for the rest of the body um so, so how long does it last i mean the difference between fillers uh, who are manufactured with time on the box saying 
few months, nine months, 12 months, 15 months, depending on the density. These cells, the fat transfer, the fat tissue transfer, it's a live cell transfer. So it's almost like it's an autograft. It's like when you have like, um, you know, people think about liver transplant. Uh, We graft cells. So after the 20% of these cells who might be absorbed, the rest of these cells live with you. So it becomes part of your living body. So I don't like to say it's permanent because nothing is permanent, but it's part of your own cells. I wanted to ask Olivier to go through the process. So he actually does quite a lot of these in conjunction with uh, lower facelifts, and some people just do it on their own, and some people do it with like you do do it with surgery so do you inject it when you're doing a facelift or do you do suck you it out and psh, it back in um, <laughs> i mean spin in the middle i'm just so simplifying it <laughs> so uh, for facelift sounds I mean, like, like a butcher i don't know like <laughs> <laughs> so i like to think like the aging process and specifically on the face is uh not only um, the skin the muscles but there's a changement on the fat distribution there's some bone absorption we know after the menopause so just doing like restoring tension on the muscles and the skin is not enough on my uh, opinion so bringing back a bit of volume uh, around the chin the jaw area eventually a tiny bit on the cheekbone uh, help to, to get a more a natural look because at the end we all look for something very natural so you use your own cells you don't overfill you use the best cells that we have and when i do my uh, Faces. I always um, try to get a three-dimensional vision of of the face. So, bringing volume is uh, is part of it. The other question I wanted to ask is, um, if you did just a simple fat transfer, how much bruising do you have? I mean, what's the aftercare? You know, a lot of people are super active. They wanna they wanna look well because they feel well. They uh, exercise. They have active lives. You know, how does this fit into a normal person's schedule? And do you do it under an anesthetic? That's what I was curious about. So when you do the actual procedure, is it literally you inject it out really, and you inject re- it back in, or is it an now, operation? Now, so these fat cells are, um, can be can be used in conjunction of um, most of our treatment. We spoke about face surgery, can be breast surgery, silhouette surgery. So that can be liposuction, that can be breast augmentation. That can be uh, facial surgery from eyes or, or facelift. It depends the quantity of fat we need. If we need like just 20 cc or 20 ml, it's a very small quantity. We can extract this quantity of fats uh, from anywhere. Sorry, I'm looking. Not. Always <laughs> any at me. Never at Mariam. I was looking. Professional so, courtesy. Is, is, professional courtesy. So we can. <laughs> we can. Do Hard that. not to. We can do that in the local. We can do Could that. Could do about ten faces from one breast. I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> we can extract it in the local. Yeah. yeah. I mean, again, if you I'm feel comfortable um, in clinic environment, it's fine. It's Just always nice to have a little bit of sedation i don't know why anybody oh, every day i know. go for a little bit of sedation <laughs> so a bit of only when my husband starts asking me how my day was i just take a little bit of sedation <laughs> so uh, i mean if it's small extraction put it this way we go from very uh small quantity of transfer more for skin remodeling purposes to get like a more healthy looking skin plumping the skin so that can be done in, under local 20 minute extraction processing and a reinjection you stay with us 45 minutes now with the ability we might discuss that like we can extract the fat at one time and send it to the lab store it and maybe injecting the cells at another time when you are visiting london because you're traveling a lot when it's 
in conjunction with liposuction, uh, I have to say, is mostly under like a deep sedation. Okay. Yes. And then recovery time, what can people do? What can't they do? Well, you know, I mean, there is no cut on the face and um, the injection uh, of the fat cells, the fat tissue or is, is done with, um, it can be done with a 25 gauge cannula. So for, for you to imagine is if you had filler before, this is exactly the same type of cannula. You can even use the same needle, the 25 gauge needle. If it's like a, a small injection around the face, I think like you can be almost the same as when you receive filler. So it depends from person to person. It can be a week, it can be two days. If you bad bruiser, maybe a bit more. Um, when is in conjunction with facial surgery anyway you have a you might expect some swelling for a week um, on the body um, it can be up to two weeks but uh, it's probably easier to uh, to cover and I'm the bad person I always ask so what are the risks so when you compare to um, injecting a foreign materials there into your face like different type of filler uh, semi-permanent or not there's less risk of uh, injecting your own tissue one of the risks if it doesn't work uh, because the, of the preparation, I suppose, but uh, a bit of inflammation. Infection is very rare uh, because of the fact that there's a lot of white cells and uh, inside. And keep in mind, there's a lot of germs in our face, in our nose, in our mouth. Even if you shower every day and you wash your teeth, this is yours. I have a goggle today. This, this is yours. This is your tissue. So. Obviously, there are some rules, uh, to, um, some guidelines um, how to do this injection, but it's relatively safe compared to uh, other treatment. I mean, I'll prefer to get some of my cells injected into my face than uh, some gel. What I think is great about this procedure is I'm obviously a huge fan of all injectables, including one's own fat. Obviously, it's a little bit more involving if you have to have a surgery in order to have an injection done. But I think it's also one of these really nice treatments just for like the chest area. You know, when, when people have crepey skin, that's sometimes really hard to treat because you can't really create volume there without looking unusual. But the profiler is the nearest we ever get to having a sort but, of you know, uncrepey it's not chest. Quite, it's not quite as long lasting. No, so I'd you're love never to have going an to have crepey chest. Yes. So that's good. Hand is up. The hand is up. Me too. Me too. Yeah. That's good that you mentioned some of these non-costling filler. What the filler are doing is they are capturing a bit, like making simple the water, right? So they improve. This, the atmospheres, the, the area, the, the under the hydration. skin. Yeah. This kind of hydration, yes, right? Yes, it's a hydration. So, so what you do with your own tissue, your own cells, is you bring actually live cells. So mm. there is no comparison on the, between the two. This is even it's just more powerful to bring so your cells. So how does it compare what Olivier is doing to what we saw Alice Hart Davis having done the other day? What oh, was that? that's perfect because that's transitioning us to what I wanted to ask Olivier about. Yeah. So, he has something new that he is bringing to the clinic, which is very exciting. Why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Patient and people from the industry knows like what's next. What is next? Because fillers has been around for a long time. Me, like Mariam, we like fillers for certain indication for some like a dermis treatment. What is next? So next is to use these cells, regenerative cells from your body, extracting a bit of fat tissue, processing it, extracting the regenerative cells, the one who help every layer of your skin to be regenerated. And that's what Alice was looking for. Only few surgeons are able to, to do this type of treatment. It's not an offer you can find everywhere. So what do we do in surgery? We extract a bit of fat with a micro liposuction 
And after, by different process, we try to emulsify the fat, so me meaning we try to filter the fat. So we might use a different system for that. And also, we try to identify, to isolate the regenerative cells. So the, the one we have mentioned earlier, the adipose-derived mesenchymal stem cells. We speak also about like the SVF, the stromal vascular fraction. So all these cells, uh, now the industry is looking how we can get them. This is natural. This is your cells. They can rejuvenate your own self and give you a, a long-lasting result uh, compared to any type of filler. Very interesting. I know Olivier needs to get back to his patience and busy schedule. So we will have to continue this, I think. I think it would be really nice to, to know a little bit more about this new process that's coming on. And maybe Fee can potentially guinea pig it. If you're not going to say yes, I will. Oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Yes, but I want to ask one last question about the lipo thing. Is that okay. okay? Whilst we've got you here, and I know that lipo is about extracting fat. So I had a tummy tuck several centuries ago. It was a very quick process. I was in and out in one day, which I actually think is, nobody should do. You should spend the night in hospital. And when they gave me the tummy tuck, he did a lot of lipo around the area where he did the tummy tuck. But I was left with areas of quite loose skin. Mm. And... From the liposuction or from the, well, uh, from from the, the C-section? Well, so when I went recently Maybe and I was this? having M-cella, is it? No, not yes. M-cella, but I was having sort of work M-sculpt. on... M-sculpt. sculpt sorry, on my stomach. The nurse said to me, you know what, your skin is so loose, because I, when I came and spoke to you that time and I was saying, oh, I didn't realize that what I thought was fat was empty skin. She was saying, yes, because when you have lipo, you should always have radiofrequency with it. Or is there a danger of women of a certain age that your skin is just going to... Because I think it's worth talking about if you're having lipo and you're having fat removed, how your skin is going to be. Yeah, that's part of the assessment and the conversation you should have with your surgeon pre your surgery. You don't need to combine radiofrequency with every single liposuction. Right. But uh, when you uh, you think like you might end up with some loose skin and you're not prepared to get uh, some skin excision, uh, it's probably worth it to consider some radiofrequency associated and there is uh, different devices on the market at the moment can be used at the time of the surgery or after. I'm using now one at the moment. When I'm performing the lipo, just before the end, I'm using some radiofrequency to help the skin retraction. So having said that, okay, you I'll know, stop I, I uh, have loose skin and I didn't have liposuction on my abdomen. So part of that is the normal aging process. So, But I don't like that. I know. <laughs> I don't want to be old. I'm not having it. I'm not having being old. I'm just, that's why we're here. Uh, well, thank you <laughs> no, so much. Thank you so in. much. You're very welcome. And we look forward to you coming back and talking to us some more. And you'll have to beat Mariam and I away from your door. Exactly. Because we so, want to come and guinea pig it. Yeah. <laughs> Always welcome. So, in the meantime, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the Guinea Pig Podcast. And see you next week. Bye. Bye. The guinea pig provides unbiased information to those who may be considering cosmetic surgery or even trialing a non-invasive treatment or product. We do not endorse the use of any product or procedure featured in this podcast and are not responsible for the outcome of any of the treatments featured on this podcast or damage caused in connection with any treatments or products. Should you decide to try any of the procedures, treatments or products mentioned in any episode of The Guinea Pig, you do so at your own risk. Always consult an 
an independent and fully qualified medical professional if you are considering embarking on a medical procedure, irrespective of whether it's an invasive or non-invasive procedure. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.